Father, we just say thank you for your word in advance. For the word will speak to us, will bring life, we believe that will set us free, will draw us closer to you above all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So um, the title of the message is called United Front. I'm trusting God. Uh, it's a simple message, United Front. And as I meditated and asked God, what God, what would you have me share? Because I was in between different opinions, but one thing I always do is the Holy Spirit has to give direction of what He has for us, not what you know I easily can put up and come and preach, but what the Holy Spirit is saying in this season. And the Holy Spirit is calling us back to certain foundational principles of what Christianity, of what His church should be calling us back. Because what the word says, it says, I will build my church. He will build. We are his church. And it says as we as he builds, what the Lord builds, it says the gates of hell shall not prevail. It says I will build. So if we are building, then the gates of hell can prevail. If it's our own intellect, our own ways, our own wisdom, guess what? The devil can counter that. Do you understand? But if we allow him, he says, I will. I mean, if we allow him to build through us, to do what he wants to do, it simply means that it will stand the test of time. Because whatever the Lord does is good. His name is above every other name. He's the foundation. The word of God says the foundation will be destroyed. He says, what can the righteous do? So everything we build, it has to be built on that foundation, which is Christ Jesus. So it's taking us to basic foundation teaching that is calling the church to. And I start with the book of Acts chapter 2. So the title is United Front. It says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, it says, what well, they were all with one, they were all with one accord in one place. It says, they were all, what? In one accord. And in one place. Verse 2 says, and suddenly, it didn't say, and so, or casually said it, but there was a sudden when the day of Pentecost had come. So when I look at that scripture, what the Holy Spirit is saying is that there is a time and season when the Lord wants to do something. But we must be ready. We must be in sync. We must be united. So that we don't miss that moment. Remember the story of the ten virgins. They waited. They waited. They waited. The Bible says five were wise, five were foolish. But there was an appointed time that the bride came and five were not ready. And nobody knows when the appointed time is. It can come anytime. So when the move of God wants to come, wants to move, we must be ready. If we are not ready, then we miss that move. That's what scripture says. Because the, Jesus told them to tarry in chapter 1. He said, tarry, tarry, tarry. And they did tarry. But in that tarrying, what the Lord was doing was putting them together, merging their hearts. Let them be one. Tarry. 
That's the essence. That's retiring. As a couple, they get married. You don't know each other. Different background. But as you tarry together, over the years, you become one. Sometimes, some people say, the man begins to look like the woman, the woman begins to look like the man. Even though they, really look at, they didn't look alike similarly, but later over the years, there's some resemblance physically. Do you understand? And that is how God wants the church to be. Amen? That is what God wants the church to be. And that is the church that he is coming. Because God is telling us we are coming back to the foundational truth. I know, yes, we all want to you know, have aspiration. You know, we all want to do what we want. But we are here well, to fulfill this purpose. When, Ez when Ezekiel was, you know, was born, his own mission was <laughs> the life he lived. I didn't, I didn't I, I don't love it. I don't like it. But he was there to do the bidding of the Lord. When Jeremiah came, Jeremiah, I believe, had a different uh, life he wanted to live. And God said, man, this is what I've called you to be. To be my voice to the nation. That it doesn't matter what they throw at you. That I ordained you for a purpose, for this reason. Jesus Christ too. Our, uh, our foundation. Jesus Christ, the one that has come to show us the way. He knew what he was here for. And he stayed with it to the end. For us, the bigger picture is the last commission, the, 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 the commission he left us with. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That is God. Say, go. All I want to see is multiply. And how do we do that? It starts with we having united front in this place. It says here, I read again, they were all with one accord in, like we are here now, in one place. Then the word of God says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. So that move, like God has said something, I mean, he said this year, he has said he will do a new thing. And it will spring forth. That shall we not know it. He said, we'll make it way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Those new things, and without, this, without any doubt, the citadel of my bones, I believe, is a new thing holistically as the church. That's what we do. So we must have a united front. It's amazing that if you read the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 16, from verse 16, it says, so they answered Joshua. This was after God had commissioned Joshua. So the children of Israel, they said, they answered Joshua saying that all that you command us, he says, we will do. And wherever you send us, he says, we will go. He said, just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you. As he was with Moses. 18 says, Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words, he says, in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only you, Joshua, the strong and the courageous. Why? Because they understood that God wanted to move the nation, not one person, from the land of Egypt or from the wilderness. 
to the promised land. And they sent 10 spies, 12 spies. 10 came back with foolish report. 2 came back with good report. But since the nations were not in one, they couldn't go to take the land. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Then, they couldn't take the land for X amount of years. Now, there's an opportunity. They begin, they've started taking some land. And what the people are saying that, Joshua, look, if there is someone that is not in agreement with us that wants to stop us now, we will deal with the person. That nothing is stopping this wagon moving forward. That's what they will say. Because they've understood and they've experienced delays in their life. And no longer, because one time, one time we keep forgetting that sometimes I just look at human beings, including myself from time to time, that sometimes we are so short-sighted in terms of what we want. Maybe because of the things we see, the demands of this world, and they cause us to drift away from the truth. Because the word of God says, one person will put to flight 1,000. He said, two will put to flight 10,000. Two. Imagine when you are not 10. If two is put to flight 10,000, do the math. But those two, as Amos 3, 3 says, can two work together unless we are in agreement. Agreement is not just agreement by mouth. Because the Bible says, they call me Lord, 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 Lord. They praise me with their mouth, yet their heart. <laughs> you know you can be having a conversation with somebody. Your mind is not in a conversation. Yes, you answer the person, but your heart is somewhere else. So God is saying that your heart should be here in this conversation. Like I was talking earlier on the exercise I did when I was in the States. As we looked, one of the challenges I had is, as the person was talking for almost five minutes, my mind wanted to drift. The moment I was looking, paying attention, like the mind wants to wonder. You are there, but you are not there. <laughs> Do you understand? And we, that, so you, can, you can be here, but you are not here. Do you understand where I'm coming from? And that is not what God is saying. Because then, in the book in Acts, he said they were in one place together, in one, in their heart. Then, when the time came, they could see the move of God. Is it the house of Cornelius? When Cornelius, the Italian band, they were together in one accord. When Peter, Peter didn't have to lay hands on anybody. He didn't have to pray. As he was preaching, because they heard, they yearned, and they were together in one accord, the Holy Spirit just came on his own. And Peter said, ah, the Holy Spirit has come. That's, nah. The Holy Spirit does not move this way. Normally, you know, you get baptized, and the Holy Spirit comes. But this one, ah, no baptism. He came. That tells me I will do a new thing. Something new that has not been done before, that you have not experienced before. That's what God is saying. But if we have a united front, and rather united front, it's something that we must collectively agree in our heart that we truly want that united front. Because there in Psalm 133, it says in verse 1, verse 1, it says, Behold, how good! And how pleasant it is for brethren. It didn't say for an individual. It didn't say just for a family. It says for brethren. Yeah, it's talking about the household of faith. Dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garment. 
He said, it is like the dew of heaven descending upon the mountains of Zion. He said, for their unity, united front. The Lord commands his blessing. Life, the blessing outlives us forevermore. That's what he says. So when we have our own agenda with different faces, different things, the truth is, the thing that God wants to accomplish through us, He cannot. He cannot. Not that He doesn't want to, He wants to. But He's looking for a willing heart. He's looking for a willing people. That is what He's looking for. He's searching for a united front. That is the truth. You know? And just to buttress that, we look at the government, I mean, look at what's happening in the United Kingdom. You know, I follow from, from you know I follow the news. I follow what's going on in there. You know, and you can see that when the government is not united, look at the kids. The others have gone from Boris Johnson, the the, the, the present uh, prime minister, because everybody's agenda was now changing. But when they were united, this man Boris Johnson, if you follow a bit of the, the politics in England, which I do. He, nobody expected him to win the way he was supposed to win. He won by a landslide when they were united. Labour could not come near them. Not that he is naturally a brilliant man. Michel, the world were abusing him. That was like a buffoon. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's a disgrace to, you know, he's also a disgrace to be a prime minister. But the people wanted him because they were united. People voted him. One by the biggest margin that even the Cameron that people do you understand where I'm coming from? But yet people just say it's just it's not it's not fit. But yet people are voting him because the party was united. But when things started happening, this night they were just losing one after the other, one after the other. Those just make us understand the importance of unity that we can see play in the world today. And if you look at it, if you read the book of Genesis chapter 11, just to scripture that we know, verse 6 in particular, it says, And the Lord said, Indeed, he said, The people are one. This is God speaking, not me. God himself, who created all of us. He said, The people are one, and they have one language. That means they are speaking the same. They are thinking the same. They are pursuing the same goal, not different agenda. They are singing the same song. They are heading the same direction. And this is what they begin to do. That now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. When evil is united, they will prevail. <laughs> That's the truth. Where people are united with a common goal, they will prevail. Do you understand? They will prevail. So, we too must come to that. Now, as we know the story ourselves, verse 9 says, Therefore, you know, verse 8 says, So the Lord scattered them abroad. You know, he went there, confused the language. And when I hear the word confused the language, sometimes it takes me back to us. That, you know, as much as we want to, you know, yes, this message, God wants to, God wants to do that. How did the Lord confuse the language? And I look at it that. The enemy comes to confuse our languages sometimes. Mm 
Maybe based on the pressure of life. Maybe it comes to so... Uh, how do I put it? Some doubt, some thoughts. Come to so envy. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Into one's life. I, was, I watched a movie not too long ago, Doctor Strange, the, the latest one. I don't know if anyone has watched that movie, Doctor Strange. But I'll just give you, just, I, won't give, I won't give any much spoiler, just one bit. There was this witch that wanted to... Um, there was a lady, basically, she had the power that could go to the future and change things. And this lady, this witch, wanted to sap that lady's power to become Adam and that girl would die. So this bunch of, uh, call them uh, magicians, said they will protect her. And this witch on her own is powerful than all of them put together. <laughs> so what they did was, okay, we are in our dome. Let's form a shield. And everybody took their equipment or whatever power they have to form a shield collectively. So the shield, as everybody put on the shield, it now became, it now became a dome. And this witch shot up her. Whatever demonic power she was doing, it could not penetrate the dome. No matter how hard she tried, she couldn't. But whilst they were doing that, they stole all of them. They were probably calling them a thousand of them. Don't let this lady enter your mind. Focus. Don't get distracted as we... Because if you do, she will come in. And she now started looking for the weakest link. And she penetrated one person's mind. And when she entered, the battle was lost. Because at that point, somebody was not standing. And that's how the devil comes in. He just takes the devil coming into one. And that unity, that bond, that one has built, that is why the Bible says we must be our brother's keeper. We must pray for one another. And when I mean literally pray, I'm not talking about prayer. Now, me practical here, you know, Imagine when you pray, let's be honest, when you pray for your siblings or your children, tell me the energy that you put, or those that you care about. Let's call speed speed. The energy, the hunger, or they're going through pain, you put in. It's like it's your pain. Especially if it's one that is probably, God forbid, one's one spouse. Do you understand where I'm coming from? But when there's the next brother in the church or next sister in the church, raise such Intensity. That tells us whether we are truly one. That is a way to check ourselves. Do you understand? Because that's where God wants to take us to. Because the church of that time, they were one. They shared everything. They lacked nothing. They put all the resources together. That is the truth. And sometimes, the way the world is sometimes, I understand why people doubt people. But it's not our concern whether the next person. Our concern is to do our own part. Not concern yourself whether the next person is playing. Your, your goal is to encourage the next person and play your part. And let the rest, leave the rest to the Holy Spirit to do. To do. To do it. And that's the truth. Wolf and lion, who is stronger? The lion is stronger. Can the wolf kill the lion? You say no. But the pack of wolf tells you they're united. And the problem with unity is like, I always tell the church, and I say this with humility, 
It's that everybody wants to be a leader in life. Everybody a leader, but everybody wants to be a leader. That's the truth. That's the other's truth. Everybody wants to determine what their future is. But I said, I'm sorry. Life is not like that. If not, we should have two t-shirts right now. If not, we should have two males, two husbands in the house. Our wife and husband. It's true. Let's, let's, let's say it as it is. Even though we are equal in Christ, but God, the word of says, the word of God says, is not the author of confusion. He put things in place so that there is order. He even says that when they go to work, they, he says the army, they march in rank. They don't break ranks. Everybody knows what they are supposed to do. They know who is the commander. They know who is the lieutenant. They know who is the foot soldier. And everybody plays their part. But everybody wants to be the commander because I know what God is saying. Yeah, they told Joshua, look, you just make sure you don't step out of line with God. Whatever God tells you, guy, we will follow you to the end. Just make sure. Go to your house, your home. Husband, make sure. <laughs> Whatever God tells you, children, we will follow. Just make sure. That's why the wife prays the husband into that office that God has called the husband to be. How do you tell? That is why when Moses, why couldn't the children of Israel, they could have gone to lift up their staff, Aaron and God. When they were going to war, they gave the Malachite. Amen. The Bible says Moses' hands were heavy. As he was coming down, guess what? They went to help him, they were losing the battle. So why couldn't Aaron no, decide to take the ah, Moses, you're tired. <laughs> Just sit down, we will hold. You think anything would have happened? No. He just tell you see, we, we just look at meekness and, and meekness and all that. Meekness and that. You may know better, but if God puts that person there, God knows why he has put that person there. Because the enemy comes, that's what I'm trying to say. He comes in different ways. That is why this word of God, we must know it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that we understand what he wants. And we can follow it and don't have our own hidden agenda. Because the enemy will come out of our weaknesses. He challenges us based on our weaknesses. Not based on our strength. And everybody has weaknesses. That's the truth. We all do. I do. That's why, especially my wife. I tell my wife. That's the truth. Am I ashamed of it? No. Do I like to say it? No. But when I'm struggling, I say I'm struggling. Because I know that when I say it, somehow strength comes because she goes on her knees and pray. And I know that someone is praying for me. That's when I say, coming back to the message here, that when I say we pray for one another, we call names. I don't just say, I pray for every member of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Kings and Redeemed Parish. The others are coming from, I call me. I'm praying, Lord, concerning Brother Femi, Sister Ife, Roshin, concerning Emmanuel, I mentioned him, concerning Emmanuel Lelagi, concerning, I mentioned Izubi, concerning Chichetoli, concerning Lina, you know who haven't been to church in a while. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And we begin to pray because we must stand united. And so God wants a united front. And as we begin to bring the, the world to a close, because remember, I used the word the children of Israel. Ten spies, twelve went, 
Then came back with bad reports. Two came back with good reports. But they didn't get the victory. But if you read the book of Joshua chapter 7 verse 10, we know the story. We've seen the scene of Achan. The, the, I mean, the one battle in, 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 in Jericho overwhelmingly well. They were going to Ai to win the battle. The people said, don't struggle the old people. Just, just take the small people to go. Ai was a small country. And guess what? They were defeated. Why? Because of the sin of one person. When Joshua cried to God, God says, why? You should get off the ground. Why are you crying? He says, Israel has sinned and transgressed. Mm. That is the reason why. That there is just one person in the midst. That because of his action, everybody has come. Come down. So imagine, that's why we must pray. We must intercede. So that if one falls, let me tell you what. If somebody falls, when we see the news, let's look at the world system. When we see the news, okay, the news that we see. When some, for, let's use the, someone falls from Africa or this thing, they would mention the name. The person might be an Irish citizen or a British citizen. They would tell you it's from. So it's the country, it's not the individual anymore. Do you understand? When someone comes, they say the person is from, you know, from Iraq or from. Do you understand? Even though it's a, a British citizen. Are you what I'm trying to say? They will say yes, but um, born in England. Person was born in England. They will say, um, do you understand where I'm coming from? So when the church falls, they don't, just, they don't just say brother or sister. They say us. So the world will now look at that, commu that community and label the community. They don't just label that individual. It's the community that they label. You look at the Catholic Church today. Today they're still living in the Catholic Church. It's not that all the priests are bad. Majority of them, great numbers are good. But whether it is the 1%, they labor the church. And today, that labor is still following them. Which ought not to. Do you understand? So that is why we must get our because God has paid the great price. Jesus has paid the greatest price for us. If only we understand, we put our differences away. We put our evil agenda away and begin to pursue that which God says we should do. And I'll round up with this quickly. It says, Peter, first Peter. Scripture, I should have put that here. First Peter chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3. It says, Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes, it says, Desire the pure milk of the world, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. I put aside all those things. Sometimes, brethren, do we have disagreement? We do. Can you imagine a church member taking another church member to court? Because there's a disagreement. That even Apostle Paul addresses it as a roundup with this, and we pray. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, because there will be disagreement. He says, Dear any of you, from verse 1, having 1 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 1, he says, Having a matter against one another, he says, Go to the Lord. Dear of anyone of you, go to the Lord before the unrighteous and not before the saints. Do you not know that we, the saints, we judge the world, we, the church? He says, If the world will be judged by us, who are unworthy to judge the smallest matter. He said, actually unworthy. He says, 
and in the world will be judged by you. Are you not, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? He said, do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life? He said, if then you have judgment concerning things pertaining to this life, do you appoint those who are least esteemed by the church to judge too? He says, do you appoint? He says, I say this to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise person among you, not even one, who will be able to judge between his brethren? For brother goes to the law against brother, and before the unbelievers. Verse 7 says, Now therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to the law against one another. So why do you not rather accept wrong? Oh, let me put it. Why do you not rather let yourself be cheated? Accept wrong or let yourself be cheated. Now you yourself, it says you do wrong to cheat and you know, you know all those things. So that ways. That's why in the Bible says when you lend, don't expect to receive back because God knows that the enemy at that point, that sister or that brother can be at the weakest link and might want to use that. Let me tell you what. The enemy battle cry does not care how he fights. His own is to bring division and conquer. And he will do it in any way. To children, to in that the Bible says the man's enemy is those of his household. To the ones that you love, that's what he will do. Any means he will use. He doesn't care. He fights dirty. But we must be wise. So, let's just bow our heads and take ourselves before God and just bless God. Pray to God. Tell God, give me. I don't know. You know, just pray. Wherever you are, just pray. That the Lord will help you. The Lord will help you. Um, help us to have one heart in this church. Not just in our homes, but as a community, as a household of faith, not just uh, this local assembly, but as uh, the Christian community, yes, especially in the Republic of Ireland, that the Lord will unite us, that we will put our differences away, that the grace, as we read earlier on, to be meek, rest upon the power under control. That, you know, that God will use us to, to show the world. The Bible says we are the light of the world, the city set upon the hill that shall not be hid. That Lord, make me that light in character. That when people see me, how I deal with situations, they will see Jesus come alive in me. That through that, they will come and give their life to you. Because we know that everything is a bigger plan. That all that you want, is you don't want anyone to perish. You want everyone to come to repentance that you will save them all. Father, use us as this vessel. Father, we bless and praise you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's just take an offering unto God as we do so.